the nameless grave. I came from God, the world to save. I brought them wisdom from above, worship and liberty and love. They slew me, for I did disparage therefore religion, law, and marriage. So be my grave without a name, that earth may swallow up my shame. The Wickedest Man in the World This is how the press described Aleister Crowley known as the father and founder of the Thelema religion, creator of his own esoteric group. This haunting figure of a man was one of the most controversial figures of his time, and still today plays a huge part in the occult society. Dig that Ouija board out of the closet, dust it off, light some candles, and let's summon Alistair to learn more about his life and times and his book of the law. This is Farah, and you're listening to The Conversation Cabin. Born in England, October 12, 1875, Alistair was christened under his full name, Edward Alexander Crowley. He was born into a wealthy family as his father, an evangelist, inherited a brewing fortune. Edward wanted nothing but to please his father, so he became devoted to learning the Christian faith. But at the age of 11, his father passed, and so did Edward's yearning to represent Christianity. After his father's death, Edward formed a repugnance to the religion, therefore earning the name Beast by his own mother. When he was 20 years young, attending school at Trinity College, University of Cambridge, Edward changed his name to Alistair. This was a way of distancing himself from his family from his mother, who would always call him Alec. The Alistair moniker came from Gaelic origins and enticed his more romantic ideals. Eerily, there were two sides to this man. One side, he was a cordial, respectable figure, but the other side, the side that people didn't know or see, he was surrounding himself with darkness diving deep into the occult. This is the reason that he didn't graduate college. He left, obtaining no degree to pursue his writing career in occult literature. Three years later, Crowley met Julian Baker, who was a member of the Hermetic Order of the Golden Dawn. This order involved studies of the paranormal and the occult. Alistair wasn't impressed with the people who were initiated because they seemed to not know what they were getting into when it came to rites and rituals. 
even though Crowley thought the founder of the order, S.L. McGregor Mathers, appeared to have some mystical powers. In time, Alistair thought the gentleman was getting deep into the darkness of evil for which he had no business doing, and the order crumbled. Crowley had been denied access to the higher levels of the Golden Dawn because his personal life was too liberal. So when the caving of the order happened, Crowley left. In the year 1903, Rose Edith Kelly swooped into Alistair's life. They met and fell in love. Rose was in the process of having an arranged marriage to someone else. So her and Alistair eloped and came together in the union of marriage in 1904. While on his honeymoon in Cairo, Egypt, Crowley was said to have heard the voice of Awas, the messenger of the Egyptian god Horus, for three days, April 8th, 9th, and 10th. The eerie voice would come to him from noon to 1 p.m. each of those days. It is documented that the voice would come from the corner of the room and over his shoulder. During these channeling sessions, the voices were dictating the Book of the Law, which was then written out by Alistair. He published this book five years later, in 1909. One of his famous teachings is that of, Do what thou will shall, be the whole of the law. Now granted, this wasn't a phrase that Crowley invented, it was written 300 years earlier by French author Francois Rabelais. Alistair incorporated it into his teachings, his vision for the Book of the Law. The beings that spoke to Alistair marked the beginning of the new aeon of Horus and or his religion that he formed, Thelema. Crowley's outlook is that history is divided into aeons, aeons being periods of times or chapters that each have their own characteristics. He listed them out as such. The first aeon is of Isis, which occurred during prehistoric times and involved the worshiping of goddesses. The second aeon is of Osiris, patriarchy times which a classical or medieval backdrop, and when people would worship a singular male god. And now this time, the Aeon of Horus is the time of human self-realization. The symbol of this Aeon is a falcon-headed Egyptian god. Interestingly, once Alistair began channeling Awas, Three other voices peered through the vortex and also began speaking to Crowley. Nuet, Hadi, and Rahuqui. And these three have their own chapters in the Book of the Law. Nuit is the goddess of Thelema, a divine feminine. She encompasses the first chapter of the book and per Crowley, they are her exact words that she spoke. Let me read you a few of the passages in Nuit's chapter. 
Number four, every number is infinite. There is no difference. Number 12, come forth, O children, under the stars and take your fill of love. Number 13, I am above you and in you. My ecstasy is yours. My joy is to see your joy. And my favorite of the 66 writings of Nuit is number 57. Invoke me under my stars. Love is the law, love under will. Nor let the fools mistake love, for there are love and love. There is the dove and there is the serpent. Choose ye well. He, my prophet, hath chosen, knowing the law of the fortress and the great mystery of the house of the God. Chapter 2 are the speakings of Hadith, who is the divine masculine. He is the center of the circle, the axle and the wheel. Hadith is the Holy Ghost and, quote, the flame that burns in every heart of man and in the core of every star, end quote. Some of his 79 passages are as follows. Number three, in the sphere, I am everywhere. The center, as she, the circumference, is nowhere found. Number seven, I am the magician and the exorcist. I am the axle of the wheel and the cube in the circle. Come unto me. Is a foolish word, for it is that I go. Number fifteen, for I am perfect being not and my number is nine, by the fools, but with the just I am eight, and one in eight, which is vital, for I am none. Indeed, the empress and the king are not me, for there is a further secret. And my favorite passage, number 66, write and find ecstasy in writing. Work and be our bed in working, Thrill with the joy of life and death. Ah, thy death shall be lovely. Who seeth it shall be glad. Thy death shall be the seal of the promise of our age-long love. Come lift up thine heart and rejoice. We are one. We are none. And on to chapter 3. The speakings of Rahul Kuit, who is known as the magical child. The meaning to his name is the part Ra means who is Horus of the horizon. He is the god of war, inventions, lord of the aeon, the crowned and conquering child. A few of the passages I picked out are as follows. Number 14. Ye shall see that hour, O blessed beast, and thou the scarlet concubine of his desire. Number 17. Fear not at all. Fear neither men, nor fates, nor gods, nor anything, money. Fear not, nor the laughter of the folk fully, nor any other power in heaven upon the earth, or under the earth. New is your refuge, as Hadith, your light. And I am the strength, force, vigor of your arms. And number 45. Then will I lift her to pinnacles of power. 
Then will I breed from her a child mightier than all the kings of the earth. I will fill her with joy. With my force shall she see and strike at the worship of Nu. She shall achieve Hadith. These speaking of the three beings make up the core of the Thelemic teachings. What I feel is at the heart of the Book of the Law is how we live our lives. Don't just do what you think you want to do or what is right. Dig deeper. Find your true purpose. When you do that, you will become one with the universe. When we pass, we aren't going to be remembered for having a perfect attendance at work, for the title that we held, for how much money we have in our bank accounts, how many followers we have on social media. We're going to be remembered for the friend we were, the way people could confide in us, our titles at home, mom, dad, how we cared for our siblings, for the time we take out of our day helping the less fortunate, for the positivity we spread, not the new trend that we chose to support when we don't 100% even believe in it. We have our own magic formula that makes us who we are, and we need to use our individuality, our creativity, our magic, to embark on the unknown. The difference between magic, spelled M-A-G-I-C, and Crowley's magic, spelled M-A-G-I-C-K, is the magic that we are all familiar with means the method of manipulating the physical world through metaphysical means by employing ritual action. Alistair's thought of magic is based on individuality, self-knowledge, and that we are a, quote, microscopic image of the universe, one's true will, end quote. Adding the K onto the word magic makes it go from a five-letter word to a six-letter word, and hexagrams have six sides and show up frequently in Alistair's writings. K is the 11th letter in the alphabet, which intrigued Crowley. Also known as the Great Beast 666, Alistair advocated using the Ouija board as a guide to the spirit realm and as a means to scry, which is the hope of detecting significant messages or visions. Today, people use both Ouija boards and mirrors to contact the other side. For example, to scry with a mirror, you sit in front of a mirror in a dark room with only a candle lit and stare deep within the mirror. People claim to see their own faces transform, becoming older or their eyes going black, or they see other faces in the mirror that are not their own. On July 28, 1905, Alistair and Rose had their first child, a daughter, who they named Lilith. But her father, with his mysterious ways, chose to name her Nuitma Ahathor Hekati Sephor Jezebel Lilith. 
which came from the speakings in his book, The Book of the Law. But unfortunately, Lilith passed of typhoid. And after this, Alistair was quoted saying, I want blasphemy, murder, rape, revolution, anything bad or good, but strong, end quote. Having another child through an extramarital affair, he blamed the death of Lilith on his wife because she struggled with alcoholism. Not long after, he started a new order, and it was written in a unique way. It was spelled 1A within three asterisks to the right of it, forming a triangle. Then another A with three more asterisks to the right in the shape of a triangle again, otherwise known as the Order of the Silver Star. Alistair devoted his time to publishing a magazine entitled The Equinox that covered articles of black magic in occultism. It remained until 1998. Crowley was secretly known to engage in human sacrificing. He held drug-fueled performances in public, attempting to gain more members in turn, more money, as he was draining what was left of his inheritance. After spending all of his money on travel in his extravagant lifestyle, Alistair moved back to England, living in an English rooming house. He passed away in 1947, leaving behind his mark on the world of the occult, but so much more. His poetry and writings are still referred to by many in literature. Crowley wrote a total of 54 books, but most being found after his death. They were edited by others who had a fascination with his thoughts, his teachings, his writings. The word abradabra is a word used in the Book of the Law, and it's often interpreted as, I create as I speak. After listening to tonight's episode, I want you to all take a moment and think about what that phrase means to you. I'd like you to leave a comment on my Instagram or TikTok page. First, look up The Conversation Cabin, and then the trailer for this episode. You'll know which one it is when you see it. That's where I want you to explain what does one's true will and I create as I speak mean to you. It would only be fitting for tonight's episode to read a quote by Aleister Crowley. There's actually two that I'd like to share. The first one is, quote, May the new year bring you courage to break your resolutions early. My own plan is to swear off every kind of virtue so that I triumph even when I fall. And the second one I have, the joy of life consists in the exercise of one's energies, continual growth, constant change, the enjoyment of every new experience. To stop means simply to die. The eternal mistake of mankind is to set up an attainable ideal. I hope you enjoyed tonight's episode. Wow, I have been super blessed 
With so many people following and listening to my show, my friends spreading the word, others catching on, thank you all so much for allowing me to tell you a story. I want to give a shout out to some of my new followers and listeners, Cryptid Warfare Podcast, Down the Rabbit Hole, Bizarre, Unusual, and Strange Stories, otherwise known as B-I-Z, U-N-U-S-T-R, Spooky Appalachia, The Haunted Files, Graveyard Coffee Talk Podcast, and so many more. In time, I will shout out all of you. Remember, The Conversation Cabin airs Tuesday and Saturday, 7 p.m. Central Time. If you would like me to cover a strange topic, a certain cryptid, haunted place that interests you, email me at theconversationcabin at gmail.com or shoot me a message on TikTok or Instagram. If you have a scary experience that you'd like to share, type it out, email me, and I will discuss it on the show. Also, I have a secret project that I'm collaborating on with three other podcasters, Haunts, Mrs. Spooky Obsessed, and One Nothing Podcast. The show will air live on Tuesday, March 21st, 7 p.m. Central Time, so mark it on your calendars, listeners. I'll give you a tiny hint. Mysterious ranches and more. Until next time, cabin crew, explore your strange. <laughs>